Warning. This podcast contains adult material and is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. You have been warned. Do you like movies? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. What do you think about horror movies, blood, guts, and mayhem? Groovy. Then, sit back, relax, and listen to the Dead and Rotting Podcast. All right, so welcome tonight to the Dead and Rotting Podcast. If you would, we've got our visitor here with us tonight. If you would go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in the horror movie biz. All right, well, hi, Tim. My name is Lori Bacon, and I'm an actress. And I um, have been working for the last, I'm going to say, three years, I think. Gosh, time flies so fast. Uh, with Exposse Productions with Gino McGahee. And he can definitely make a horror. <laughs> yes, he can. And lots of them. <laughs> or there's several several on Tubi for sure. Yes. Oh, yes. And um, not only horror, though. He just did a thriller, a Western with a little twist. He also did a Christmas movie. I saw that. And yeah, and he's coming up with a comedy in uh, early to 2024. So, really looking forward to that. Nice. So, what got you interested in movies? Oh, well, um, I've always been interested in movies, actually. I've always loved to act ever since I was a kid. I started in stage. And um, at the time, you know, stage was really my only outlet for my art. Um, did lots of it. Um, gosh, like in high school and college, I would do probably some years, I would do four shows back to back to back to back. Um, so my little catchphrase was always like, oh, sorry, I can't. I have rehearsal. And that's really what my life was about. Um, but I had always, always been interested in being in movies. But where I lived in California, way up north in a little town off the coast um, called Eureka, California, and they had lots of theater, but there was really no um, big option for film back then. Um, then I decided at on a whim, just crazy. I didn't actually mean to move out here to Mass, but my grandparents, my mom's parents lived out here and I came out for a visit. This was back in 1998 and I was supposed to stay for two weeks and I decided to stay on a whim. It's so crazy. I was not prepared for that, but it all worked out and here I am. <laughs> this many years later um, and there was something that happened in 2008 for me um, that was when I joined Facebook you know that little social media thing that oh, yeah. you know some <laughs> of you may not have heard <laughs> but what I ended up doing with Facebook was just kind of looking for acting opportunities castings film especially and I just 
dove in and I joined everything. I met a lot of people. I got a lot of auditions out of the deal. I met some really great people. I met some not so great people, <laughs> but you know, that, that comes with the territory. You just put yourself out there and you, you know, you live, you learn. Exactly. And um, one of those people that I met was Gino McGahee. Um, He was one of the good people actually. <laughs> um, so Gino and I actually kind of ran in the same circles. We had some of the same friends, but we never really met in person. And um, he had asked me some years ago if I would be involved in a film that he was making called Rise of the Scarecrows, Hell on Earth. And what he wanted to do um, prior to releasing or finishing the script was he wanted to put out a concept trailer. So he asked me to do that. And I did. And it was a blast. First time I ever met Gino, he was great. Um, everybody that he had cast in that was amazing. And I think our friendship just exploded from there. Um, it had been a few years um, that went by before the movie was ready to go. But um, in, I think it was 2020, he said, um, next year, talking about 2021, would you really honestly still want to do Rise at the Scarecrows with me? I said, absolutely, Gino. And he he was very um, like, thank you for being patient with me and all this. And like, that was the least of my worries. There were so many other things that I had done. And I, you know, I was cast in something, but the movie never happened. So I never filmed or, you know, someone never got back to me on anything or I would go, I would film one scene and then all of a sudden the project would just fall apart. Um, so many, so many things that happened to me in my journey. And um, I told myself before I worked with Gino, even though, you know, I, I adore Gino, I trusted him, I believed in his script and his product. I said to myself, you know what? This is going to be my last one. I just can't waste my time anymore. You know, I live for this craft. I love doing this. And it's been so bittersweet. It just, you know, more didn't work out than things that did work out. So I get on the set with Gino and we filmed on the first day and I was hooked. That was it. Doing a horror film, something that I really hadn't done. You know, I had done comedy. I had done like thriller type, um, nothing straight up horror like Rise of the Scarecrows. And man, I was just, I was in, I was in all in and um, I'm not going back. I'm not turning back anymore. I love it. <laughs> There's something about horror for sure. There really <laughs> is. There really is. Yeah. So I jump at the chance to, you know, do a horror film, but um, I am very picky. It's got to be done by Gina McGahee. <laughs> well, I mean, once you start working with somebody, I mean, you can see that on a lot of uh, movies. I mean, look at De Niro and uh, Scorsese. You know, yeah. look at look at all of these people that when they start working together, they know, hey, they get me and, you know, I love their stuff. So, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I, I always um, I always tell Gino, he's like the uh, the John Hughes of horror. You know, he uses <laughs> the same actors, the same. You know, we all know each other. We all have played different roles with each other, you know, either 
boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, brother, sister, but it's all, it's all the same. Like he's just got such a great group of people to act with. And I would not, would not want to do it with anyone else. Really. It's great. What are some of, and this is kind of not really a downer, but sort of what are some of the most difficult things that you would think of about working on movies? What's kind of the tough stuff? I think the tough stuff is probably like the long days. That's tough. You know, you come in fresh, you're ready to go. You use a lot of energy when you're acting. So when, you know, there's there's delays in between scene changes, costuming, makeup, you know, if especially if it's horror, if it's bloody, you know, you got to take a break, you got to get bloody, you got, you know, you have all of that stuff in, in between. So keeping up the energy and, you know, being able to sustain that for a long period of time, I think that's probably the toughest for me. Um, I know it, it depends too on what the role is. Sometimes, man, there are some pieces of dialogue or monologues that just for whatever reason are not sticking with me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm struggling, but you know, I do, fortunately I do get the script well in advance. So I can study a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, when schedules change, that's tough too. That was a good, good lesson for me. Uh, I went with the ex bossy crew um, to California this year and we shot two movies in one week. So six days, we shot two movies. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and and usually, you know, you do a project and you're, you know, you're doing it for a while, however long you're on set or whatever. And then there's like this little break before you do your next character or your next, your next thing. And it was like, there was no grieving that prior role. There was none of that downtime. There was none of that getting over what just happened and had to jump right back in. That was such a good lesson for me as an actor. But also we had a little scheduling difficulty. So this is how, here's a little secret that I, I can, I go over the script. I go over the schedule. I look at the schedule. I cut out portions of what scenes we're doing in what order, what days. So I had done that for California, but this it got totally changed. So I was thrilled that I actually, you know, I knew my part so well that I could, you know, just pick up and and move on with whatever change happens. So that can be a little difficult. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> But it. I love it. You know what I mean? I love it so much that like those difficult things just, I don't know. It is what it is for me. I, I don't get upset over it. I don't freak out over it. I just kind of roll with the punches because I'm having such a blast. So that's awesome. I mean, that's a lot of work too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An incredible amount of work. It and, is. It is. <laughs> it's I, so worth it. I noticed that you have an assistant director credit on IMDb, and I was wondering if you can kind of explain how that happened. Oh, sure. Oh, that was probably the women-only project that I did a few years ago. Yeah, I um, think it was a short. I was working with this great um, female writer, producer, director. God, she did everything. Um, she was a good friend of mine, and she actually wanted me to direct, which would have been great at the time you know, just with my work schedule and everything, I just did not have time to be the director for 
a project. And these were these were short films too. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a full feature length where it would go on for like a couple weeks or a month or whatever. It was one weekend. So I, you know, I had to turn her down for directing and she said, well, do you want an assistant direct? And I said, yeah, I'd love to, you know, just let me know what I need to do, what I need to figure out. And it was really fun for me. Um, I didn't think that I would like something behind the scenes. I'm usually not like when um, I would be in theater and someone would want me to, you know, work backstage instead of on stage. That was a little tough for me. And I would, I would love the experience. And um, sometimes I did volunteer for that. I, I wanted to work backstage, but I thought film for sure would be a little difficult to do that. But I had a blast. I worked with, and it was all women. I worked with the best women. We had such a great time. I was able to see, this is going to sound really funny, see how actors work. You know, when you're in it and you're working even against your partner, you don't, you don't see that because you're, you're there with them. But when you're standing from afar, watching how it works with other actors, it is amazing. And it was fun to give my advice on, oh, here, try it this way. You know, if you want to do it that way, do this. Yes, that was good. You know, and then just, you know, steer it from there. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was amazing. It kind of puts things in perspective, doesn't it? It really does. It really, really does. And you like, you really appreciate all the work that goes into it. You know, every, everybody has their job. And you see how hard people work and, you know, what's what's expected of them, what's expected of you. And it just, it's really cool. It's really cool to be able to experience both sides. So have you ever tried your hand at writing? No. Well, okay, wait a minute. No, in the sense of not writing my own screenplay, but... A few years ago, it was actually um, pre-pandemic, 2018, I did a little stage stint um, that was going to be a roast of Santa Claus. So it was all these different characters, um, had the Easter Bunny, had um, a witch from Halloween, it had um, an elf, it had Santa's daughter, it had Mrs. Claus. I mean, it was really, it was very, very clever. And each of us had to write our own roast to Santa. I played mother nature, who is a major hippie and a stoner, which was fun. And I had to, I had to write my own script and I kind of freaked out about it. I, I had nowhere to begin. I just put pen to paper and just started writing these ideas. And I came up with a little script and the audience loved it. My castmates loved it. Santa loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was fun. That was, you know, I, I really have to be, I think, in the right headspace to really write something, you know, and something kind of good. I'm not going to say I'm a brilliant writer or anything because I'm not. <laughs> that sounds like a cool, but, project. Um, <laughs> a really cool project. But I think I'll leave the writing to, to the experts, the more <laughs> creative ones. <laughs> So do you have any projects right now that you're working on that you can talk about? Um, Okay, so there's one that I really can't talk about because I just got the script and I finished reading it yesterday and it's fabulous. But what I can tell you, it's a sequel 
to something that's out on Tubi and Amazon right now. And it's a Gino McGahee film. But that's all I'm going to say. It's a little teaser. But that will be filmed um, the beginning of um, 2024, probably like early spring, I want to say. And then um, after that, I will be doing the comedy also with Exposi Productions, Gina McGahee. So that one's that one's really funny, and I'm really excited to get back into comedy. Um, comedy is one of my, I'm going to say, I don't know, my strong suits when it came to being on stage. I really enjoyed comedy a lot. Um, I learned a lot about timing. I learned a lot about delivery. So I'm very excited to do it for film, I think it's probably going to be a little bit different, which will kind of be a challenge, but the words are great. The story is great. So I don't think that there's going to be a problem. (laughs) Have you ever been starstruck or had a moment where you uh, just kind of got stuck in your uh, steps there by somebody who you went kind of fangirl over or anything? Um, okay. Kind of, sort of, um, nobody, I guess nobody really did um, say that, like, famous. I mean, I've seen famous people in passing. I've never really met anyone face-to-face that hasn't been, like, you know, like a surprise to me where I go, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. But I kind of, like, fangirled out when... (laughs) This is so silly. But there was a... um, like a web series that I did a few years ago and I started watching it before I was cast and I you know I started getting to know the characters and knowing who the actors were and then I had a chance to audition I auditioned and I got a really great part in this web series and we got together for like a read-through of the series and I felt fangirlish with these people that I knew. I'm sure other people that watched it knew who they were too, but I mean, we're not talking like, you know, Hollywood famous people, but I was like, oh my God, these people are so great and I get to be with them. You know, I, it was just kind of silly. I'm like, oh my God, I know these people, but I really didn't. (laughs) I just knew their characters and I recognized their faces. But then, you know, of course, after a while I got to know them and they were, you know, just as great people that as they were actors and I really still consider a lot of them my friends still so you know it's kind of kind of fun (laughs) what is some advice that you could give to someone who's expiring to work in the film industry my biggest advice is just to go for it just do it audition get yourself out there just Really, and I I tell people, if you want to do this, you really have to want to do it. Because like I was telling you before, you know, it is, it's not for everybody. There is a lot of sitting and waiting. You do have to pay your dues. Like I, I started, you know, on stage with small characters. I moved my way up to more main characters. I got more, like the more experience you gain, the better you get and the more roles you can you can play. So I I would just say, don't go in expecting to be like the leading person at, you know, the first start of it. You got to start somewhere, but keep at it. Just keep doing it. If you love it, do it. 
Well, that's great advice because a lot of times it's getting there and actually doing it, actually starting it. It's one thing to think about it, another thing to actually put thought to action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, with this, you can't, you know, you can't just sit back and and wait for it to come to you. You have to chase after it. And that's what I did. I, I have to say, you know, I did a lot of the legwork. I, I did have someone ask me once, um, how are you getting roles? And, you know, I just looked at them like, well, I audition. Like, that's how I get them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, they don't just come to me. Right, I have, you know, out. I had to work for it. I got to know people. I got to know my craft. I put myself out there, get a resume together, get headshots, the whole thing. Drive everywhere to go to audition. You know, I, I was, man, I was going all over the place, all over New England to audition for things. Do you do a lot of uh, self-recording auditions? Um, not so much anymore. Um, I was doing a lot of that. Um, and I think it was really for, for people that had never worked with me before. I, I feel like I've done, I've done quite a bit since I started that I do know a lot of people. I am very, very fortunate, but this is really kind of how it happens. You know, it's not always what you know, it's who, you know, um, I've, got to know really great people that I've worked with before, you know, that I have auditioned for, that I've shown them my range, that I've done, you know, different things for them. And they do reach out to me to do other things. And I'm I'm so fortunate and so blessed. And I will never ever take advantage of that. That's something that I'm I, I'm proud of that. You know, I I like to know that I do have a good re- reputation. Um you know, I feel that I'm pretty easygoing. I am flexible. I, I just, I love doing it and I'm, I'm a happy person. So I think people like to be around happy people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got a question that maybe have more than one answer, but uh, it's okay. one I kind of grill everyone with, but what is your all time favorite horror movie? Oh God. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah. That one gets me every time. I it scares it scares me. That that's the thing. I mean, anything that really scares me. And don't get me wrong, I love like the Friday the thirteenth, the Halloweens, those are great. But I I like something that chills me. And I ooh got like anything like um like any of the hauntings the like those true based on a true story thing those oh my god oh yeah i love them i love to be scared out of my mind <laughs> i have to sleep with the lights on those really are are my favorite the exorcist is definitely up there on the top just best movie yeah yeah oh god it's it still gives me chills and i've seen it i don't know i it has to be at least 25 times at this point in my life. <laughs> so where where can people check out your uh, what you're doing, your uh, upcoming productions and all the things that you're out? Where, where can we find your information about that? All right. Well, I am on IMDb under Lori Bacon. Um, that will show you a list of all the movies that I've done. Not all of them are able to be watched, but anything that can be watched um, 
will be either on Amazon Prime or on Tubi. I believe there is a movie that's on, well, it's on Tubi, it's on Amazon Prime, it's on Redbox. And I want to say there's one more streaming platform and I can't think of what it is, but they're out there. Um, if you if you um, find a title, just go ahead and Google it and it will tell you where it could it could be seen. But um, that's that's mostly it. Tubi and Amazon are probably your best options. I always still steer people towards Tubi because it's free. Um, you know, just we just want people to watch it. It's you know, it's it's about the clicks. So watch it if you can deal with um, maybe some ads here and there and then you know that's what you'll get but um you still get the whole movie and it's free and y'all recently got one movie over a million watches or something um, on tubi oh my gosh i think we're standing well the last count i got was 1.25 million views awesome. for um a movie called scary tales dead zone um, this one has to be probably one of my favorite movies that I've done. Um, I think it's great. The cast is phenomenal. The story is great. Um, it's just, it's really a cool little horror movie and it's got everything in it. So it's, I guess it would be considered an anthology because there's stories within a story. Right. So that one is absolutely, Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Go out and watch it. Out of all of them, watch that one. That one's that one's the best so far. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being on tonight. Is there anything you want to tell our audience before we go here? I don't think so. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for having me on, Tim. And it was great to meet you. Um, I guess just Back at you. <laughs> happy, happy horror hunting. does it for this episode of the dead and rotting podcast if you want to keep up with laurie bacon you can definitely check her out on her imdb page she is very busy 
and constantly working, which is awesome and something that we like to see. You can keep up with her by looking up, looking her up on Tubi, as she was saying. She has several movies on there. Uh, I know at least two of them are horror, so uh, check those out, and you can get to her IMDb through the link in the show notes. As always, please like and subscribe to us on Spotify, trying to get to a 1,000 followers and or subscribers. You can also find us on your iHeartRadio app, Amazon Music, and also Apple Podcast. And if you are an indie horror person that's making a film or you need some promotion and would like us to interview you or something like that, you can always do that. You can find us on the socials on Facebook. You can look us up through the Dead and Ronnie podcast and also through uh, Instagram. You can find us at Dead and Ronnie podcast or you can shoot us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. And that does it for me. Your host always, Tim Tanner. And as always, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed interviewing and or talking with Lori. Hope you have a great week. Tim Tanner out. <laughs>